0: dangling after dark with dick dangle episode 438 features guest host Madeline ray yearly trends and an interview with cam model and content creator the beautiful ruby lynn
1: warning this show is only for adults who like sex sex. does your dick hang low does it dangle
0: Hello, everybody and welcome to episode four thirty eight of Dangling after Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this episode is the beautiful content creator and fetish queen. Can I say queen
2: i'm I, you say what you want
0: oh uh, you, it's you, you your podcast. don't want me to say that. <laughs> She has been found, at this point, numerous times on the pages of Hustler and Hustler.com magazine. It is absolutely amazing to see the growth that... I, uh, it's Madeline, Ray. <laughs>
2: Uh, don't, please don't tell everybody about my growth. I that was secret.
0: <laughs> Nothing's secret on Twitter, damn it.
2: Oh, God. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's the internet.
0: That's right. How are you
2: doing? Uh, I'm okay. I'm doing. Okay. I'm here. All right. Rocking and rolling.
0: That's all that matters. One foot right? in front of the other.
2: As long as you have feet. Uh,
0: you know what? <laughs> I apologize to those <laughs> listening who may not one metaphorical foot in front of the other how's that
2: perfect just keep on trucking
0: there you go well what if they don't have a truck (laughs) (laughs) well we have a lot to get cut up on because we have not talked in a while so (sighs) let's let the listeners know what's going on with this show Not only do you have some banter and some stories between Madeline Ray and myself, but you get an interview with Ruby Lynn. That may sound familiar, as it should, because if you follow me on Twitter or have listened to this podcast in the last couple of episodes... You will have heard me talk about her because she is the person that I did my first content scene with.
2: Woo! Ah!
0: (laughs) Dick, 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 dick. (laughs) Dahlia D was doing the same thing. (laughs) Yeah! Birds of a feather, man. That's right. So we have some things to unpack here because I will talk about not only the interview at the end of the first half, but we'll get into some numbers very quickly because we actually talk numbers in the interview, but I want to make sure I give you updated numbers to when we are recording now. And uh, yeah, we have uh, a lot going on. But like I said, the growth of Madeline Ray has been pretty impressive. (laughs) And one of the things involved in this growth is what she was on... Hustler.com for, <laughs> which is her growth, and that growth being her mushrooms. How in the hell did you get into growing <laughs> mushrooms? And okay, these are so the it's... edible ones. These aren't the psychedelic <laughs> yeah. ones. These are just yes. truly the the uh, oh the, they escape my mind. Um, what what do they call like the ones you buy in the store? Just like the little like button. The-
2: yeah, the button mushrooms, the yeah. portobello. Sometimes they have shiitake.
0: That's what I. That's the word I was going for. Yeah. Shiitake.
2: Yeah. Um, it, it was one of those. I can grow this inside during the winter when I can't garden outside. So let's do it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, ah, look at all these phallic shaped mushrooms. This one's big. <laughs> this one's girthy. This one's got a flathead. <laughs> so, and they grow so much. Like I go to bed and I'm like, okay, good night, little babies. And I wake up in the morning and like unbag them. And I'm
0: like, look at how big you are. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. <C-more.
2: laughs> <laughs> it, it's, I don't know. It's just like hitting all the little dopamine and serotonin intakes. Like, I'm like, oh.
0: <laughs> it sounded like you, it looked like you were masturbating. Kind of sounded like it.
2: I mean, mentally, yes.
0: You are, <laughs> you are masturbating to the shrooms in your basement.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they're my babies. Huh. Up them babies, and then I'm gonna eat them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, creeper. Yeah. I would imagine at some point you're going to have so many <laughs> that what do you do? Do you sell them? Because there's only so many you can keep and or cook.
2: So, <laughs> what I plan on doing is eating some of them right away. All right. More of them, I'm going to give to my friend who's like, oh, my God, I've never had king oysters before because they mostly do their foraging out in the wilderness.
0: Mm, Okay.
2: And those don't grow around here or in the wild. Not that I ever seen no know of. And then I can dehydrate them for soups.
0: Oh, very nice. Yeah.
2: So I can store them for later.
0: So it's quite possible that there could be a Madeline Ray brand of dried <laughs> mushrooms.
2: <laughs> Maddie's mushrooms. That's right. <laughs> yeah, there you, could be. Who knows?
0: I groan because you don't need a ray of sunshine to do so.
2: Mm, 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 <laughs> mm, 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 mm.
0: I'm not I proud steal of that. that. I, I'm not proud of it, but you can have it.
2: <laughs> okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. No, yeah. Like, I've got this whole little operation. I've got the inside stuff, and then I've been doing, like, the spore plugs. Mm. So I'll take a log that's outside, drill holes in it, and then pound the spore plug into it and okay. cover it in wax. And we'll see in, oh, I don't know, six, 12, 18 months, if anything grows. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Okay. All right.
0: I'm sure the listeners are riveted. They come here (laughs) for sex and porn, and we're talking mushrooms. So when you drive the spore stem into a log, does that become something you can leave outside because winter won't kill it?
2: Correct, yes. Ah, All right. Yeah, because they're like these little wooden, like almost dowel rod plugs. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're like little wooden, and they're inoculated with the spore and covered with it. And so you just drill the hole, tamp it in, cover it with wax, and then it just grows on the inside there. And then they end up fruiting.
0: Wow. What has been your favorite mushroom to eat?
2: Uh, So far, I've had the oyster mushrooms that I've been finding, like, out in my local parks. And I'm like, these are fantastic. And they're free. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Haven't cracked into the king oysters yet, but... I think I've got about a week left on them, and then we'll see. Uh, And then I have another variety called Peopini, Peopini. I have no idea. I call them peepees. Okay. (laughs) Because they're like little brown ones with black heads. They're cute.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So if people want to see your
1: (laughs) mushroom,
0: your fungus endeavor. (laughs) <laughs> what is the main social media to do so
2: i would say twitter okay. yeah twi- twitter's where i'm posting most of it
0: okay and that would be
2: madeline ray
0: well i'm letting new listeners know
2: oh i, I forgot new people yeah <laughs> this isn't just a you and me conversation Correct. there are others listening <laughs> yeah, oh, for a gosh. moment
0: you felt like it was yeah, that it is was. how genuine our connection is
2: It's very intimate.
0: It is when you're talking about your little
2: little (laughs) peepee head
0: mushrooms.
2: (laughs) I'll send you pictures later.
0: (laughs) Is is that going to be your uh, see? Okay, hold on. Brainstorming Uh (laughs) subscription site only fungus.
2: Only fungus. Ah! (laughs) I do. Oh my god! I don't know if you look. There, there is one person that keeps commenting. That's like I want to suck it like a dick. Like the one that big, I'm like, who is this person? I love them. <laughs> Put it in my mouth. I'm like, wow.
0: <laughs> Little did you know, getting into the profession that you are in, would it lead you to men that want to submit and be cuckolded by mushrooms? <laughs>
2: There's a fetish for everything,
0: my man. Yep. Yes, there is. And speaking of, there obviously has to be, because people are enjoying the scene I made, and I did not see that one coming. But like I said, Uh we'll we'll talk about that in the second uh, part of the first half here. So there is a lot to get to, because it's been a while. It has been. Since we've done a regular show. I did basically three shows that involved the AVN-AEE week. And uh, the show before that was just an interview because I realized how much I did not prepare for that trip. But <laughs> but we made it happen. But there were things wrapped within the AVN-AEE week that um, I actually didn't talk about. And a couple people had reached out and asked if Mm -hmm. I had brought this up on the show. And I said, no. I said, you know what? I will do it on the follow-up. And it's nothing crazy. Well, it's super crazy, (laughs) but it's nothing, you know, this isn't going to be the entire first half of the show. But the one question I got was, why didn't I walk the red carpet? Oh. Because I was nominated. Mm -hmm. I had that opportunity. Even if I didn't go into the show... You can walk the red carpets and basically leave. Okay.
2: (laughs) Um, Get your picture and go. Right.
0: Not to be that guy, no one really knows who I am. like People in the industry do, but I'm walking the carpet with them. So, when it comes to the podcast, if you look at the people that I was nominated with, Mm Mm-hmm. You had people that are famous. You had the winners, who I'm not going to say, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm bitter. No, I'm kidding. What? And you had people that are famous within the industry, <clears throat> so people were taking their picture. You had people that were famous outside of the industry in more regular entertainment, mm. so people know them. Like Big Jay Oakerson, the comedian from the SBR mm-hmm. show. Ralph Sutton, okay. same thing. So... The only people that really know me are people that are in conventions. Gotcha. So there wasn't a reason for people to take pictures of me. And that's probably a good thing because I actually just put this out on Twitter. Someone had asked, do you know your true clothing measurements? Like
2: I saw that tweet. I was reading through the comments. Yeah. You too. <laughs>
0: uh, Because it was uh, Jacobita from Why Not. Mm -hmm. And he said he knows his glove size, his neck size, all that stuff. And I replied to it, I know none (laughs) of it. I've never owned a suit Mm -hmm. in my life. And everything that I own is kind of general sizes. And I've had my (laughs) jeans so long that I don't even know if those measurements are real because <laughs> you know, there are times where I'll try on the same measurements of new jeans, and I'm like, this is comical. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's amazing how much good denim stretches and kind of breathes with your body. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have a suit. I wasn't prepared to really walk the red carpet. If I am nominated again next year, we'll see. But I like celebrating other people, so that gave me the opportunity to stand by the red carpet, take pictures mm. and, and just have a good time that way. So
2: I think you missed your opportunity to let Dick Ridget out.) <laughs> Everybody would have known. Oh, yeah. like, who yeah. is that
0: <laughs> Do you know of
2: a business card?: <laughs> Yeah
0: This <laughs> penis-shaped business <laughs> card. A little die cut. I like that. All right. Yeah. Next year.
2: Next year. Next year. Take both. Yeah. And then, like, go in as Dick Rigid and then, like, run to the bathroom uh, and change. And be like, oh, was that bastard here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what an
0: asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that people asked if I talked about, and I didn't. I actually had it on my list, but the shows were getting really long, so I, I mm. left it off. People that were following the pre-convention talk, there was a big to-do about the dress code, and this ah. is the dress code as it applied to performers and people actually at booths. It was absolutely crazy, and I knew it was going to happen Mm-hmm. It kind of went out the window fairly quickly.
2: Oh, that's good.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, for those who don't know, the dress code was very, very rigid. Yeah. That had but- nothing to do. Uh, that had nothing to do with AVN. That had everything to do with the host hotel. Mm-hmm. So there was no only pasties. You had to be pretty much covered up. No skinny thongs. You had to wear something more bathing suit-ish than standard thongs.
2: And wasn't it no pubic hair could be seen?
0: No pubic hair could be seen, (laughs) which there were a couple performers that that really hurt their bottom line. (sighs) So it was pretty crazy. But what I found out was as the four days of the convention was going on, Mm-hmm. It seemed like the people within the like security and mm-hmm. within the actual host hotel itself, the people that work there, were like what <laughs> what what are you gonna do? <laughs> you know are we going to kick out some of the biggest stars in the adult community because they have pasties on like this is ridiculous mm-hmm. by day two and three, you saw people that they might have had. Like a cover up or something like that, but you did see just pasties. Mm-hmm. Um, the clothing got a little bit smaller throughout the convention. You saw people in jest body paint, which when I saw that i 'm like we 're good because mm-hmm. you know it looks like a bathing suit, but it 's really not and I thought if yeah. there was one thing that they were going to have a problem with, it was going to be that, and as long as you kept your bottoms on, you could be topless and be body painted over. yeah it ended up okay and at the end of the day it was pretty ridiculous anyway my thought was if the performers or whoever wants to dress scantily Mm
2: -hmm.
0: be more modest and more respectful to the point where you are in the convention and then wear what is appropriate for the convention Mm -hmm. I think what they were really worried about is, you know, three, four naked people, be it men or (laughs) women, walking the casino floor and going into restaurants and things like that, being a spectacle, which may lead to issues.
2: Gotcha. That,
0: as far as I know, didn't happen. But I think if performers universally went, hey, listen – Let's just wear shorts and a jacket and get to the convention. And once we're in, mm-hmm. show the pasties, be in a yeah, thong, yeah. things like that. It would have been fine. So I don't think this is going to be an issue moving forward, which is that's good.
2: good. Yeah.
0: So nice and simple. But I think that's about it when it comes to me covering AVN. I think. Do you have any questions, Madeline Ray?
2: I don't think so. Not off the top of my head. Like I said, I was I was doing the watching from afar, a yeah. little bit of a little bit of FOMO. But then I was like, you know what? Very happy to be home and not on a uh, on a flight that got stranded somewhere or delayed or canceled or you know. I'm I, like, I'm good here. I got. I'm good.
0: So lucky because when I saw the mess with Southwest,
2: mm-hmm. I didn't even
0: bother booking with them. Gotcha. I come home. One day, the following day, they had the computer malfunction and it shut everything down. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I just made it. <laughs> so lucky. Oh, you have no idea. So, yes, until the next convention and until next year, AVN is a wrap. And it was a good time had by all. You survived.
2: I, sur- I didn't even get sick. Yeah, I was going to ask if if you um, got any crud or
0: anything. Nothing. Uh, you know, as usual, lose my voice. Not yeah, yeah. really lose it. It got kind of raspy, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: I got home and I was fine. It was rare and it was nice.
2: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: It was the perfect trip just because of that. <laughs> so let's get into some things that I think Madeline Ray will enjoy. <laughs> the first thing, the stepfather and I a number of episodes ago, we're talking about terms that I think need updated Mm. because they're a bit aggressive. Okay. And I don't care for them.
2: Okay.
0: I'll use them if I have to, but I would rather (laughs) not. And it's
2: singly. Correct.
0: (laughs) So I want to get your brain wrapped around these (laughs) to see if you can add to it. Okay. All right. The first word that I don't really care for is gangbang. Okay. Comes off a bit aggressive.
2: Yes. I do I do agree there. There's a umph to it. Correct. And and that's okay. Mm-hmm.
0: But I think it needs polished. I think it needs updated. So Okay. My terms tend to be a little bit more clinical. Okay. Where the stepfathers tend to be a little bit more of a total (laughs) rebrand. All right. So I went with multiple insertion environment. Okay. The stepfather went with pelvic party. (laughs) 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 So do you have a term for this that is different than that? Or is there one or the other that you would like to use? (laughs)
2: <laughs> the pelvic party just, right? just tickled me it has tickled me yeah
0: i can agree I, with I, that.
2: I don't think there's anything i could top mm. on the fly like that i'll I'll dm you in like three days and be like aha
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i said it on the show i prepared this and he was just thinking on the fly Ugh. oh i was i was so impressed all right the next one, bukaki. <laughs> I went with fluid rich application. He went with moisturized.
2: <laughs> well, okay. So here, here's my <laughs> take on that. Okay. Because bukaki is a Japanese word, if right. I'm not mistaken by the spelling and everything. I don't know if we really. Get, what does it translate to? Have we translated Ooh, it?
0: I will look it up right now.
2: Okay, I want a translation before I say anything, because translation could be gold.
0: (laughs) That is very true.
2: (laughs) Why are you chuckling?
0: According to Google, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: if I'm spelling it correctly, let me... It looks like I
2: am.
0: As Yeah, that's. I should also make sure that I am spelling it correctly. But according to this, it means... Oh, there we go. Okay. I spelled it incorrectly because the first one came up as prices. I like,
2: that's, <laughs> that's oh you're
0: paying a price alright. Yeah, right. Brown. <laughs> but the if I when spelled correctly, it is the act of splashing Ooh. or to splash with a liquid rudely. Ooh. Is it rude?
2: I don't. I mean, it depends on the aggressive manner. You know, right. how aggressively are they going? Uh, right. You know, is it with ill intent? Right. Uh, or is it? Oh, I'm just going to do a little bit right here, right here. Wait, yeah, we'll, well get you. Drop <laughs> <rub> it in. <laughs> but
0: when you have twenty guys doing it, I I don't want to say it's ill intent, but no. I, I think <laughs> I think you're, you're expecting this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, splashing right yeah
0: i think if the the person be the not the bukaki er but the e <laughs> likes it then it's not really rude so no, no. Do i don't
2: know i th- i think it's a funny word and it should stay, stay? Oh, especially okay. knowing now that it's it's a splashing right regardless of ill intent or <laughs> politeness right okay
0: <laughs> i might have to agree with you on that one face splash yes the splash zone if you will (laughs) the next one cream pie (laughs) I, i just i was never a fan of that and the stepfather said well it's probably because when you see a scene that is a cream pie the end of it is always the person pushing it out
2: yeah that's
0: what i don't care for
2: it's like a tube of elmer's glue you're trying to squeeze it you know (laughs) or a bottle you don't squeeze the tube the tubes usually the glue sticks so yeah it's like stick a glue bottle
0: it's it's like you're pumping the hand lotion out
2: i thought the point was to put it in
0: right (laughs) damn it (laughs) so i came up with injection osmosis
2: what are you isn't that a car term (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I've heard that somewhere before
0: Fuel injection
2: Okay, All isn't right. there some osmosis in there?
0: <laughs> if you do it right <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I may actually Change mine to fuel injection <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> came, <laughs> he came up with turkey basted Which I said, for me Because I'm so pale It would be ghost basted <gasps> So what do you think? No. No? <laughs> no. no? Okay.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know. It just it just always reminds me of, like, cleanup on aisle four. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know. It's not my favorite thing to, like, coming out of. Yes.
0: Because it, <laughs> it usually involves noise as well when it comes out.
2: And you know what? Sex isn't supposed to be, like, all beautiful and there's there's a lot of fucking noises and juices but <laughs> it's like i don't know i hear cream pie and i'm like food maybe like appealing to look at like it's visually ooh, okay i want to eat that okay, well, it's well. dessert i don't know that's fallen short
0: <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> you are correct the next one gaping Ow. yeah my term cavern inspection
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: and and his term, the stepfather's term, is spelunking. So we were on the same page.
2: I mean, if we want to, I don't know, first thing that popped in my mind, tunnel vision.
0: Tu- oh, I like it. I You're like going it. In. I You're stuck. I'm it down.
2: <laughs> There's no getting out of there.
0: Nope. This might have to become a Twitter poll when this comes out. Of <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the last one, fisting. Okay. Super aggressive. I said hand puppet. Okay, yep. And the stepfather said puppeteering, which then ah. morphed into you were Jeff Dunham'd. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right, right. Dunham. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... Well, see, and here we go. You, you've got the puppet, and then you have the puppet master. So, I mean, you got to figure out whose role is whose before you go slapping a label on there. Whom are we speaking of?
0: That is very true. Well, I think that there are words that the listeners don't care for and need to be changed, rebranded, updated, and I would love to have them let me know. You can let me know on Twitter, at the Dick Dangle, and via email, dick at Let's see what everyone comes up with.
2: Yeah, send them in. Let's, yeah. talk yes. let, let's talk more. Yes, let's
0: talk more. What are you feeling? That's what I hear. When... <laughs> or uh, the late ba- Barbara Walters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the late Barbara Walters, if, if you were a tree... What tree yeah. would you be? <laughs> what an awful uh, question.
2: <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, okay, what's the hardest wood? Would I be mahogany Ooh, right. and make sure I fall on somebody's house or car just to inconvenience them? <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm a weeping willow.
2: Eor.
0: You know what? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I did it just to be able to do Droopy's voice, I swear.
2: Oh for
0: you. <laughs> Thank you. So an article that I wanted to get to with Madeline Ray involves my favorite place to get sex statistics and trends. And that is aebntrends.com, the year-end category trends of 2022. And it's pretty surprising with a couple of topics and categories. All right. So when it comes to straight searches and popularity, Mm -hmm. we'll get to like the top 10 in a second. But I thought this was interesting. There are certain things that have trended upwards fairly dramatically and things that have trended downward. In upward trends, voyeur, softcore. I think that's interesting. I think... It shows that there's a little bit of a trend, which I called, of things getting away from certain extremes Mm -hmm. and kind of coming back to a baseline, which I appreciate. But downward trends, Spanish speaking, I thought that was weird. (laughs) Okay. Adult humor. I'm in trouble. What? (laughs) Party girls.
2: Who doesn't want to see party girls?
0: Right. So now I guess they want either Amish girls or whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the soft core, just a little bit of ankle. That's right.
0: <laughs> Here's my Achilles tendon.
2: And look at oh, that. Oh. Look at the curve.
0: Right. And feet.
2: Feet Was are
0: down? The, oh, they're one of the top downward trends.
2: Wow.
0: I don't know how to feel about this because – yeah. There may be obvious reasons for it. It's winter. <laughs> that is very true. It's winter. <laughs> but I think because so many people believed it easy to make foot, feet, and the like content, yeah, yeah. yeah, that there was kind of an influx, a huge population of people making that content. But it doesn't mean they're doing it well. Correct. So I think even though the searches may be down, I think that is because people are finding creators that they are connecting with
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and staying with them. People like Madeline Ray. Like me? Like you. There are amazing foot fetish creators out there. I've highlighted some of them on the show, Total Vixen being one. Mm -hmm. I think the true connoisseurs of that fetish are not fooled by the amount that is out there by people that were like, oh, this is easy. I'll just take a couple pictures and sell my socks and I'll make billions Mm -hmm. of dollars. That's really not how it works. (laughs) You You might get some traffic in the beginning, but that will fall short. Uh, Mm -hmm. over time you have to really know and appreciate and see the changes and the algorithms as they say of the community itself to stay on top of it and stay popular
2: well said thank you
0: so when it comes to the top 10 straight year-end sales by volume by category i'm kind of surprised by this because when you talk to people in the adult industry, number one shouldn't be number one. Oh. So just missing the top ten, I wanted to bring up Cream Pies, <laughs> very popular, and cum shot, which I'm kind of surprised that's still as popular, mm-hmm. but not. Yeah. Men still want to see the finish. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure there are women that still want to see the finish as well. But, yeah. you know. Number ten, transsexual, which okay. I really like. That is something that, as a category, I've really grown into enjoying.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Number nine, big dick. That's not. Oh, it's yeah. not me. It is just it, it's <laughs> big pieces. Number eight, milf. Okay. That will always be popular, and I have no doubt. That that will increase in popularity as my generation gets older. Because mm. people love that power dynamic.
2: Hmm.
0: Number seven, big tits.
2: Okay.
0: Number six, three-way. Okay. Number five, POV. Four, interracial.
2: Okay. Three,
0: lesbian. Two, anal. I was actually surprised it was that high. But it- it like that's one of those that surprises me, and it doesn't, but this one okay. really surprised me number one taboo
2: oh, that's not surprising I mean it it's, knowing that it's first is not surprising, but if you would have said, "Hey, guess the top ten, I would not have probably put that in the top five,
0: yeah, <laughs> when you talk to people in the industry, there's a pretty big population of people that are kind of over it (laughs) Mm -hmm. to put it there's
2: only so many times you can fuck your (laughs) stepmom
0: right yeah there's only so many plays on that power dynamic that you can Mm -hmm. possibly have but there are brands and studios and performers that do it so well (laughs) that it will always be popular but i am stunned that it is still that popular yeah because there are performers like i'm done doing this I'm over it. Let's get away from it. Mm -hmm. But if it keeps selling like this, if it remains this popular, it's not going anywhere. Now, when it comes to gay trends and Mm -hmm. sales and popularity, number one, this is really going to surprise you. We're going to go in reverse order. We're going to go one to ten. Okay. If you had to take a guess at what number one would be in, don't overthink it. In the gay year end sales volume by Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Easy. Easy.
2: You just said don't overthink it. So now I'm like, it's anal.
0: Yep. Number one. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be. Yep. One is anal. Two is bareback. Three is muscles, which will keep me from ever doing gay content. Four is euro. Five is daddy. Six is twink. Seven is taboo.
2: Oh.
0: Eight, big dick. Nine, safe <laughs> sex. And 10, uncut. Okay. Fascinating. Because I think, I thought that taboo, because once again, of that power dynamic, it would have been higher.
2: I don't, not, well, I mean, straight people have a lot of mommy issues.
0: Oh, that is very, <laughs> that is.
2: I mean, I'm creepy. sure mommy issues are universal, but. But.
0: But. But. Now, for those who remember me doing this last year, I was very upset that Ginger was on the very bottom of the popularity list. Mm. So where is it this year? It's not on the list. It's not even ah. on the list. Thankfully, I have made a scene. <laughs> <laughs> And I am single-handedly going to bring back the popularity of gingers in adult. No, I'm
2: not. Do I, it. Do I, it. Do it. That's your so goal. Do, do it. it. That's my goal. Gonna do it. <laughs> ginger, ginger. Ginger. Ginger.
0: It's a pretty fascinating list, so you can go to aebntrends.com and check it out for yourself, or... Go to danglingafterdark.com, click the link to this article. You'll see all of the articles within the episode that I am on right now, and you can check it out. Yeah. So, let's talk about my interview.
2: Your interview? Let's do that.
0: With... <laughs> you sound like my therapist.
2: Yeah. <laughs> let's
0: talk about that. Would How that... do
2: you feel about that? Does that make you happy?
0: <laughs> my interview is with the beautiful Ruby... Lynn. If you listen to the last episode, you will hear me talk all about her. And you can also hear me talk to her on the Granny Panty podcast, which is on YouTube. And you could check it out. You could watch me get crazy red in the face, very (laughs) embarrassed. We decided that it would be an interesting opportunity to be able to speak to each other, kind of interview each other, Uh and talk a little bit about the scene. And I had a lot of fun being on her podcast, and I had a lot of fun having her on my show as well. We get into a little bit more of the nitty-gritty when it comes to the scene and how she felt about it. Uh Mm-hmm. I got very embarrassed once again, of course, because I'm just just a shy little boy, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) But we have an absolute blast talking about it. Spoiler alert. Uh, I think she wants to work with me again. uh, So this could be a thing. But I wanted to bring up, I had talked about how popular the tweets that she was putting out. She had put one out kind of teasing the scene Mm -hmm. back on January 13th, and that one has almost 63,000 views just of that tweet with over 250 likes and a bunch of retweets, which made me very happy. And the actual tweet of the scene itself, which was released on January 18th, has 466 likes and forty-eight thousand views. Crazy. Absolutely crazy.
2: Um looking at the tweeter. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. You did it. You did it. You really, really did it. I did
0: done do it. Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that uh You are looking at these tweets as we speak and enjoying the fruits of my labor.
2: I think she was enjoying the fruits of your labor, but you know, you're not me. You
0: could say that. You could say that. I
2: can. I will.
0: (laughs) So I hope everybody enjoys the interview with Ruby Lynn. And I know everybody enjoyed shroom talk. <laughs> with Madeline Ray. Thank you so much for being on this episode.
2: No problem.
0: Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Where can people find you wherever <laughs> you may be? And do you have anything interesting coming up beyond you always being involved with hustler dot com?
2: Ah, um, I'm working on a few hairbrain ideas video wise that I've been I've had, like, tucked away for the last six months. I'm like, I'm going to get to this. Okay. But now I'm finally making it a priority to get to that. Nice. Um, so that's a big thing. Uh, what else? There was something else, but it, it's it gone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have any travel plans yet. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's just easy breezy right now.
0: All right. That's good. Yeah. Easy breezy is not bad. No. But where can they find your easy breezy?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, if they must, you can easy your breezy on over to my tweeter, <laughs> which is Madeline Ray. And then from there, I have a pinned tweet that has almost all of my links. I haven't edited, edited it yet. Okay. That's always the worst
0: hardest word combination
2: ever. of words. Yep. Um, but there's a lot of links to a lot of videos and a couple of fan clubs so okay do whatever do whatever feels right
0: okay just throwing it out there does this mean now that i have work under my belt
2: <gasps>
0: that just strictly within the fetishes you provide i could have the honor of working with you
2: potentially
0: wow Potentially. Well, stay tuned for that, people. Holy smokes. Breaking well, news. I'll you a pair of
2: pantyhose and spank your ass.
0: Oh, my. I wasn't thinking that, but okay.
2: <laughs> I'm down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you don't—you never know what you're going to get with me.
0: That is very true. Don't say that Dick Dangle isn't down for trying something at least once.
2: <laughs> at least once.
0: That's right. You have to know if you like it or not.
2: Yeah. And, and
0: to be in pantyhose and spanked sure
2: yeah why not
0: well you can see the panty hoseless dick dangle on twitter the dick dangle dangling after dark on instagram dangling dark.com is the website and if you want to email me dick at dangling i'm streaming a little bit of everywhere so just google me and find me go to your favorite streaming platform see if i'm on there if not let me know But until next time, folks, enjoy my interview with Ruby Lynn. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Ruby Lynn and Madeline Ray and all of the amazing guests that are on this show. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. Grow some shrooms. (laughs) And change some terms. And of course.
2: Dangle on.
0: Absolutely.
2: Mm. Don't worry. Dick will be coming back.
1: Hi there. This is Annabelle Peaks. And you're listening to Danglin' After Dark with Dick Dangle.
2: Mm, He's recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back
0: to the pervert nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle. My guest has transformed herself from a super popular cam model and couple to a respected and demanded content maker and clip performer. Her ascension has been meteoric as she has found herself in the pages of Hustler magazine, on numerous podcasts and radio shows, and a perennial award nominee. And by the looks of what she is creating, 2023 is just the beginning. She is a Dick Dangle fan favorite and an amazing human being it is the beautiful ruby lynn how are you doing
1: well hello i'm great
0: <laughs> i'm glad to hear <laughs> it before we get into all of the naughty conversation that i'm sure is going to happen and all the blushing that i'm going to be doing can you please tell everybody where they could find all of your greatness online and on social media
1: Yes, very easy. You can find everything Ruby at rubylynn.com, R-U-B-Y-L-Y-N-N-E.
0: Easy enough. Boy, I know. doesn't that make it so much easier?
1: Yes, I, it's like anywhere you want to find me, just go to one place, one-stop yes. shopping.
0: Boy, where do I even begin, truly? But how does it feel to have your career really take off the way that it has, like say over the last year and a half, it seems like it has been well-deserved, but quite the ride.
1: It has, it has actually. I would say that it really started to have an upwards projection. um, When I hired a social media coach and an OnlyFans coach, and I did that in November of 2021. And I think really that is where... Everything just started to pop is with that mentorship and that coaching to the point that I was able to to quit my corporate social work job in April of 2022 and do this full time.
0: Were you surprised by what you learned when it came to those courses? Because I would imagine a lot of people in hearing that think, well, how hard can it be? Uh, post more, be deliberate with your posts. What else is there? But I'm sure there's actually quite a bit more than that.
1: Uh yeah, there was so much more. Um yeah, I mean like it blew me away. So I hired Romy Chase, I had watched her for about a year when I first got into the industry. And I just saw what she was doing. And I wanted what she had. And so you know what they say, you know, align yourself with the people that are at the level you want to be at. And so I met her at Why Not community conference in uh, October of 2021, and found out she had a coaching program. And the things that she taught me, especially social media, I didn't have any following on social media. I think maybe I had on Instagram 14,000, which probably wasn't too bad for not knowing what the hell I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> and posting all the wrong things like direct links to my OnlyFans, you know, things that could, as I would get more followers, could get me banned. And then I had an OnlyFans uh, originally that just wasn't wasn't making any money. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to work it. I was also working a full-time day job, um, doing camming, content creation, another, you know, 40 hours a week, it felt like. But yeah, just learning how to run that page correctly, I was doing all the wrong things.
0: Well, it seems to have really paid off because not only has your social media following absolutely exploded, Some of your videos have gone viral, which, like, when you say that to someone where you go, I kind of had a video go viral, that would seem very surreal.
1: It took a while, though. I mean, I've had that Instagram account for three years, and I literally just had my first viral video um, the first week of January.
0: Wow. So it was right around AVN.
1: Absolutely. In fact, the day, so the night before I was leaving for AVN, and it was on my backup account too. So not even my hundred and seventy-five thousand follower account. This was on a little account I have as a backup, seventeen thousand followers at the time. And the night before I left, I, I was I watch all my analytics, which is something I've been taught, and um my views, and I was like, Holy hell, ninety thousand views on this video on my backup account. And I'm like, what? And so as I just started watching it, it was like one of these countdown clickers, except it was counting up for views. And by the next day, I'd had over a million views on that video. And my only, so I'm flying to Vegas and I, you know, how you have to, everything's on airplane mode and you know, you don't have your laptop, right? I had it with me, but you know, you're traveling and my only fans is blowing up. I'm talking like a hundred subscribers per hour, you know, and they're dropping tips and they're wanting content. And it was crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is just a thought because over the AVN week, uh, you know, of course, I'm posting a lot of pictures with different people and I'm getting followers on Twitter and things like that. But I got a million interactions. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, yeah. And I just like... Wow, if I could afford to just go to conventions, <laughs> I could probably turn this into something. But uh, that's not where the money is made, as they say. It's great advertising, but that's not where the money is right, made. But right. I can't imagine having a video or a picture get that kind of reaction. That is astounding.
1: Yeah, and um, as of today, I have a second video. It's going to hit a million views today. So I have my second viral on my backup, I might add. That's crazy. Yeah, so it went from 17,000 followers to 51,000 in, like, a week. (laughs) (laughs) It it might become my main account here really soon.
0: Seriously? Wow, that is... Absolutely bonkers. And you have so much going on. Not only are you shooting content and having these viral videos on social media, you did a media tour not all that long ago, and you were on different radio shows and podcasts. You were on the All Out show on Sirius XM. You're an E-Play Key Club member. You are nominated for the uh, B-Cams Model of the Month. Like, you have, deservedly so. I congratulate you on all of it. But it has to almost feel overwhelming.
1: It does. And, you know, um, and then what do I do? I go and start a podcast, which, <laughs> you know, is like herding cats on most
0: days.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like... It is um, sometimes it can be totally overwhelming, um, especially when you're traveling uh, because when I travel I don't make money because I'm not in front of cam I'm not as on top of responding to social media or only fans, but every day I get up and I say, I am living my freaking dream life. I dreamed about this life when I was young I really did, and I was obsessed with porn I think from a young age but you know, re- really, what it is is just getting up every day and saying, "Oh my God, I live my dream life."
0: That's amazing, yeah, and that's something that, as my podcast and and my career within this evolve, that that is the the pinnacle. That is something I'm looking towards as well. So, how was your AVN week? Because I saw that you were able to see fans. At the Chatterbait booth while you were at the convention, but beyond that, how was your your full week there?
1: Well, as you know, my week was <laughs> really exciting. it was amazing, I mean really, um you know it's funny though I would say. It had its ups and downs, for sure. I mean, overall, great experience. I would definitely go again next year. But there was just, yeah, there were some Mm. trying moments, I would say, as far as um, I've been to quite a few events. Why not? X-Biz. This one had the most challenges, I think. Mm. A lot of rewards, a lot of excitement, but also a lot of challenges.
0: If you don't mind me asking, uh, what were the
1: challenges? Well, I'm not used to not staying in the host hotel, so that was really annoying for me. Um, by the time that we decided to do AVN over X3, the host hotel was booked, mm-hmm. and so, you know, we had to stay at an offsite hotel, and uh, we were streaming with Chatterbait, or I was streaming with Chatterbait, and they were supposed to have a shuttle. The shuttle broke down completely out of their control, but then, you know, poof, there goes your transportation back and forth from the hotels and I'm just, I'm very regimented person. You know, (laughs) I have everything planned out and yeah, sometimes I don't, I'm have a hard time rolling with the punches. I had a lot of collabs, um, cancel. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, that to be expected, but also when majority of them cancel, that's a little frustrating, but yeah, just a bunch of challenges, but overall it was an Epic week. And, you know, I got to make a scene with uh, someone that I'd been crushing on for a while. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, that is something I don't think a lot of people on the outside understand is just because you say to somebody, hey, let's collaborate, let's uh, shoot a scene together, let's trade content, whatever the situation may be. Sadly, depending on the setup there are a lot of cancellations or rescheduling and it can get very frustrating. How do you keep from wearing your frustration? Like how do you kind of keep your eye on the prize? Are you able to adapt at all and maybe bring somebody else into the fold or, you know, like how do you work through those issues?
1: So, I mean, in this business, I mean, things can change at the snap of a finger, you know. So I think you've got to condition yourself to just, you know, when one door closes, you're just going to pivot. Let's go this way. And so, yeah, AVN, I did have the most cancellations I've ever had as far as collabs. But, you know, I don't, it wasn't their fault. Uh, Many of them were due to talent testing, was backed up, and didn't get results in time. And when you have all these collabs scheduled, because I use events – to do content more than I'm really there for the event. And the reason being I'm in Portland, Oregon, it's pretty dry out here Mm. (laughs) as far as talent. I mean, we have some talent out here, but really um, it's not a hub. It's not Vegas, Miami, LA. And so when I travel, I really use that time to do some content, but yeah, you just pivot and it just is what it is. I mean, the collabs I had were off the charts, amazing. And they're going
0: to blow up the internet. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to tease us too early. Um, so
1: I love making you nervous. <laughs> oh,
0: and you do, you so do. What did you think? Uh, well, first, let me say this: I'm sure being uh, a more mature person helps with this, but I would imagine it's difficult not to take cancellations personally in the beginning and you truly do have to roll with those punches
1: yes yes you do you do and you know I mean it just comes down to you got to take your feelings out of it people aren't canceling because they have a personal vendetta for you know against you and so I you're right I think the more being more mature and not just getting in all those feelings i mean isn't disappointing totally when you know you wanted to shoot with this person you had a whole scene plan but you know what it just it's life you just pivot and use that time to do other things
0: yeah i uh talked about the convention on prior episodes what did you think of just the layout configuration how it was run positive negatives of avn las vegas 2023
1: Okay, I hated the layout. uh, Well, (laughs) because I'm used to like Exotica style, I mean, I've only been to one Exotica, but conventions that I attend tend to be like the one huge, you know, warehouse type venue where everything's in one place. Maybe it is categorize like all the toy people are over here or, you know that kind of thing all the uh, appearances and the booths and i just felt like it was so spread out i mean avn even though it was on one floor one hotel here's an example of you know a colleague of mine and she was had an avn appearance okay were you at avn in the blossom one or are you at the avn booth in the you know in this room or what where is it at so that was confusing
0: yeah, it definitely took a while to get the lay of the land and figure out where everybody was at, because there are times where you will have performers that are signing at multiple booths, and they won't be in the same room, and it's you're, right. you're chasing after them, which was difficult, but... The one thing that I actually talked about was a positive was they had water available, which is like, oh, that was so nice. It's so stupid, but it was so nice.
1: (laughs) No, it is. And as far as layout, um, the main room uh, where I was streaming with Chatterbait, that was an interesting layout because I couldn't figure out why they had the browser stage in the middle of the room. Instead of more towards the back, because what it did is it just really created this gridlock of people. And then behind that, I felt bad for the vendors who were behind that stage, because I feel like they probably didn't get the traffic that they should have.
0: Yeah, you know what? I didn't even think about that. There was really a bottleneck there. And truly, if they would have moved it back. 10 feet because there was space behind it that would have made a lot more sense they could have had more uh line control if that makes sense but yeah i I can agree with that so uh i did talk about it a little bit in my avn wrap-up shows um but let's get it from your perspective as uh I did your podcast, the Granny Panty Podcast, yes. and you kind of talked to me, and or I kind of talked to you about uh, the experience. So I want to talk to you about your experience. So let's walk through you wanting to collaborate with me.
1: Yes. <laughs> Get to the good.
0: <laughs> Making me blush on my own show. I-
1: I know. I'm I'm glad I can see you blushing. It's it's really cute.
0: (laughs) So uh, how did this come to fruition?
1: So how this came to fruition was that I had met you at um, Exotica, New Jersey in October of 2021. The one and only exotica I've been to so far. And I was just drawn to you as a person. I mean, you're just so friendly. I mean, you just have this this positive aura around you. I mean, you're hella cute and hot and you're sexy. So... And your voice, you had, you had me on your podcast. And yeah, you just, I was very taken with you. And... In 2022, I believe, at one point you had taken a picture before you went to an Exotica that you would gotten talent testing. And I went, oh, my God, he shoots, he does collaborations. And I'm like, OK, I'm filing that in the back of my head. So, like, if I know I'm ever going to an Exotica or an event, well, sadly, didn't make it to any Exoticas. But I, you know, was starting to book collabs for AVN. And I just messaged you and asked you if, you know, that I was wanting to collab if you were available. And so, yeah, I just took that first step.
0: Uh, yes, you did. And uh, and I'm glad you did because it was a unique experience for me. The reason, as I said, that I got talent tested was to show a bit of solidarity to the industry itself. But just in case someone had a cancellation and they were comfortable with me, I'd be more than happy to help them out. And uh, when you reached out and you're like, hey, what do you like to make in your content? And I put it all out on the table and I said, "Ah, you know what, Um, this would be my first. And that really surprised you. But the excitement from your messages, I could just feel it.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) yes when you said that and it was so cute because you're like this might be a deal breaker but like this would i've never shot before and i'm like are you kidding this is awesome i think i remember putting it all in caps (laughs) yes yes you did (laughs) i was like i get a piece of the dangle before anyone else does
0: (laughs) (laughs) and you did shall we say i did Yeah, so we talked through, what, you had messaged me about three weeks before AVN?
1: Yeah, maybe a month even.
0: Yeah, and we were just kind of talking through it Uh and uh, seeing how it would work. And by the time AVN rolls around, we actually had the opportunity to have uh, dinner the first night I was there and kind of talk things over and make sure I was comfortable with it. And one of the reasons I was really excited to be a part of this with you was something that you had said in one of your messages. And that was, I'm looking to do something more sensual, more yep. more fun, more connected. Yep. And I said, perfect. I could have literally not asked for a better statement because within that, I am able to have fun, relax, relax. Mm-hmm. And just kind of focus on the task at hand instead of feeling like I have to really put on an actor persona that, you know, it may not necessarily not be me, but I have to concentrate on that more than I would if I'm in mentally the scene.
1: That is true. And, you know, one of the things I have shot with a couple more mature male talent before um, earlier on in my career. And then, you know, as as it goes in this industry, your niche kind of just forms itself and you just start going down that that lane, which, of course, my niche is MILF, GILF, Cougar. So, you know, typically have shot with younger male talent. And I wanted to kind of get out of my lane a little bit in 2023. And I haven't even been in this industry very long to, like, have really hammered my lane, you know, my MILF lane for a long time. But I just want to – I guess I want to not only appeal to all of my fans, but also show that I'm a really versatile um, creator. And I just – with you, I thought it would be fun to just have – and for the record, it's the longest scene I've ever released, <laughs> over 33 minutes. But but really to a point, like, enjoy each other's bodies. And, you know, we were brand new to each other. You hadn't shot. Like, you probably didn't know what to expect. And so, yeah, it just went, you're natural. It was amazing. I can't wait to book our next scene.
0: Uh, uh, you let me know the day and time, and I will be there. <laughs> um, thank you for saying that. It's one of those things where I think... My love of watching porn and content creators has helped me, but you know, there are still those moments in your brain where, because we had talked about on your show, I didn't want to put in my contacts because I... I thought that if I did, it would almost be too big for me and by not putting in my contacts and taking off my glasses and basically being blind I could be (laughs) a little bit more connected to you directly and I actually think that served me well but yeah it was a very interesting experience and it makes me want to do more for sure
1: good good
0: and I truly couldn't have picked a better person to be my first because you were so good at directing me without telling me to my face and kind of stopping the flow, you know, And, and that comes with your experience, you know, being able to kind of do it on the fly and in the flow. So no one can really tell, which I was really impressed by, but yeah, the whole experience was, was amazing. And my big worry was, not having a bad scene, quote unquote, but making something that you couldn't use. Aww. And I'm glad that when everything was said and done, that you had something that you were happy to release and that, you know, you're happy to have me back. I, I can't say enough about that. That was just I'm, I'm tingling as we speak.
1: <laughs> well, and I, like I told you early on, like, I just want you to be you. Don't be anybody else in front of that camera, just be you because, you know, that's what's attractive.
0: Did you have any worries going in to working with someone so new?
1: Um well, it's okay. So the my only worry was that having you have you having never shot before is stage fright? You know, but you know, where the uh, body parts and the mind have two different <laughs> ideas about what's going to happen. But I can uh, gladly and wholeheartedly say that was not an issue for you. <laughs> I'm putting it delicately Thank for you. your <laughs> for radio.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> I had your attention the whole time.
0: <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, to say the least. I'm sure there are people listening to this who you know may not have heard me talk about it previously saying it couldn't have all just been sunshine and rainbows. There had to be difficulties with it. And they, I wouldn't necessarily call them difficulties. They were just kind of challenges we had to fix on the fly. One was just the heat in the yeah. room, which yeah. I love cold. So, once you turn off the ac because you pick that up in the audio and right. the room gets like above 74 <laughs> i'm in trouble and there was a, a point where i was close but i was just so hot that my body was just like you you're you're going to shut down or pass out like you you have to stop so we did have to stop a couple of times the mattress being uber soft yeah. was, was difficult, but we worked our way around that yeah. uh, well. And, yeah, the starting and stopping, I th- actually thought it was going to be a bigger issue, but yeah. it was just kind of a minor issue. My thing was just the heat. I, I yeah, need to the have, heat. I need to have sex outside in the winter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I freeze all the time, so I don't know how we're going to do that. Oh, but <laughs> no. Yeah um it we did stop and start a, a lot more than I normally do. So I would say in a scene the maybe stop once oh. and I think we I think we stopped a few times the heat. And I think also I want you know what I wanted to ask you is um the getting getting hard and not you know up and down up and down up and down what was your thoughts on that? Were you like Jesus I just can't take it one more time? <laughs>
0: If I were to go back, I think I probably, because what some listeners may not understand is this also happens on a standard porn set, Yeah. but they may be talking to a director, a producer, and they literally have to try and keep an erection as they're having a serious conversation to someone they're not having sex with. It was somewhat of that, you know, with yeah. us be like, okay, let's let's cool down, let's just take like two or three minutes, let's go over a couple of things, and if in going back, I think I probably would have served myself better if I would have tried to keep myself going with lube. Right. I think it, you know, just kind of doing it dry for the most part was probably not the best decision because I didn't stay as sensitive. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i i think the next time that happens i think i'm going to make sure i'm like all right just i'm gonna lube myself up and and keep at it but be able to either cool down or change what we got to change
1: yeah yeah you know and the heat in a room is always an issue um i think we talked about it maybe before i can't remember but um i shot a pro scene in miami And we had to shut the air conditioning off and my co-star and I literally were dripping sweat trying to get through this scene. And when I went back and looked at it, I can see you can see the wetness on my forehead, but it's just part of it. It's part of the deal.
0: Yeah, it's I don't want to say it was something that's unexpected, but now that I've been in it. I'd be like, oh, now I really understand it. And now I hope I can figure out ways around it. And to be honest, one of them is just being physically sexually prepared. Because the one thing that I noticed was because I wasn't, I've been single for a while and I wasn't used to the motions of sex. And it wasn't like I was sore, but my body was working harder To do those motions. So uh, literally, I come home and uh, just because the universe works that way, someone was like, hey, I got this exercise bike that I don't need anymore. Do you want it? I'm like, yes. Like, I need to work on cardio and these different motions I'm not used to. So next time.
1: There, Oh, all right. Well, and you know what? We're mature creators. Yes. Our bodies don't bend. I mean, mine, there are positions that I cannot do, you know, because my knees don't go back that far or my hips don't open that wide. So, you know, we're not 20 anymore.
0: We are not, but I think that's what makes what we did and more specifically what you do so amazing because- You are connecting with people within our generation who appreciate what it takes to create what you do. You are connecting with these people on such a different level. And having what you make now be a little bit more connected, I think that will continue to grow that audience. Because there is that point, at least I've noticed within myself, some of like the real extreme stuff, maybe not necessarily in like topics and genres, but just like within positions, you're like, sure. how do I connect with these two Adonis-like bodies having sex in these crazy, I, I can't, I can't even get lost right. in the fantasy of it, but to do what we did and in watching it subsequently, uh, I'm able to go, man, this is not only what I can connect with, but what I'd love to continue to create.
1: Yeah. Agreed, agreed.
0: And as we talk, now this will be out a couple of weeks after we record this, your tweet about our scene, being on your OnlyFans, um, has 130 likes, 16 retweets, and 27,000 views. I hope
2: that... Wow. Yeah,
0: I am beyond thrilled with that. (laughs) Like, like, whoo. And you know what was actually really interesting is the amount of people that know me through Twitter, mm-hmm. and I will talk with them here and there, but as soon as that went out and I said, hey, I did a thing, go to her site and check it out, and the amount of people that DM me like, what? Like, you did it. Like, tell me about it. I'm like, well, you hear it on the podcast, but, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like <laughs> – I hate to be the tease like that, but – and you could – be completely honest with us, what have you heard about this?
1: Yeah, so I have also had some DMs which are so cute and they're all so positive. Like I'm I'm glad you finally got him to take the jump, or yes, you got <laughs> you got him to do this. And people are so excited for you. Like you have this whole fan base, I think, that was just waiting for you to get naked on camp. <laughs>
0: uh we'll say some of them might have wanted to see it yes
1: <laughs> i think you have a lot more fans than you think um but yeah oh my gosh so positive um yeah I, you just wait i made a trailer to you know that i'm gonna post on twitter so
0: oh, and i still have to post the little post scene interview oh, I know. that we did that'll probably be going out as we record this uh the week of that so uh Yeah, that was a lot of fun to do as well. But uh, I've literally been red in the face this entire time. I can't (laughs) even stand it. So beyond what we were able to create in Las Vegas, what does the rest of the year hold for you? Is it going to be a lot more collaborations and content shoots, continue to cam, do it all? Any teasers you can put out there?
1: So, you know, it probably falls under the umbrella of do it all this year. 2023 has already started off just like with a bang. I I mean, I just put it out to the universe in the last month of 2022. In December, I was like, 2023 is going to be the year I want to be a somewhat household name. You know, my goals this year um, is to continue to grow my podcast. I never thought I would be so passionate about that. Like. I find myself, you know, with my podcast getting in so deep, I can see why you love it. Um, cause it's totally a passion project. And then pretty soon I'm like, Oh crap, I need to film content. I haven't filmed for weeks because I'm too busy talking to all these amazing people. But 2023, um, I have another media tour coming up. I'll be in New York city at the end of February 1st of March. I'm super excited about that. I hope to do a lot more appearances, I definitely a lot more collabs. Uh, Last year, I didn't do, I did my first collab in May of 2022. That was the first time um, at XBiz. I hadn't collabed with anybody prior to that. So I'd really like to do a lot more collabs. I wouldn't mind um, maybe a pro shoot thrown in here or there. That would be good. But really just this year, um, expanding my social media and growing my brand.
0: Well, I could see why you have found podcasting is such a passion project because you are so much fun to talk to and you're such a great conversationalist. I could see why everything that you put your hands on is just turning to absolute gold because you're an amazing person and I cannot wait to see what 2023 has in store. Thank you so much for this quick interview where I have been red in the face the entire time.
1: (laughs) And adorable as hell, I might Oh, you stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I have uh, too many uh, hug repayments for you to keep this up. Just way too many. Just
1: hugs? Oh.
0: Well, I mean, it'll start, it'll start there. <laughs> so one more time. Can you please tell everybody where they could find not only you, but us on yes. your social media?
1: Yes. Um, So one-stop shopping, you can go to rubylynn.com, R-U-B-Y-L-Y-N-N-E.com. Our video is going to be exclusively released on my OnlyFans, and I hope you make one. You need to make OnlyFans one of these days or something. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. But yeah, you can find all of my – anywhere you can find me is all in that one spot.
0: Fantastic. Well – I can't wait to see you again, shall, yeah. shall I say. And I can't wait to uh, possibly shoot more content for you and with you. Honestly, thank you for an absolute dream come true. It couldn't have gone any better. And uh, it, I am honored that you chose me. And,
1: oh, now, now.
0: I mean that from, from my heart. I, I, it was amazing. It was absolutely.
1: Well, I hope it opens doors. I hope that you just have email full of collab requests, well, as you cool. should.
0: Yeah. I. What's interesting is I actually had someone who has never shot but is interested in making content, like kind of picking my brain. And I don't know if they're picking my brain because they would like me to be a part of it or if it's just – kind of wondering about it so i think it's going to open up a lot of doors in a lot of different directions it's going to be really cool
1: that is cool how awesome well let's blow this internet up in 2023 dick
0: oh i i plan on it for (laughs) sure so once again thank you so much and uh i'll be seeing you soon
1: thank you so much for having me on see you soon
0: yes you will